I am continually awed by God's beautiful secrets found in His Holy Word. All the questions that College Philosophy 101 has asked innumerable times, such as, Where did I come from? Why am I here? And where am I going? have been so simply and cleanly answered. In fact, those are truly elementary quarries. Even the hard and, yes, very hard questions are eliminated for the Spirit-led students of the Word of God. We are so immensely fortunate to have the inerrant majority text King James Bible in our hands that God might write His words on the table of our hearts. Have you yet to discover the secret of all time? When Nicodemus, a leader of Israel and a member of the vaunted Sanhedrin, came to Jesus by night, he was looking for answers. Jesus answered him, and at that moment opened unto mankind the revelation of the greatest secret of all time. John chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Would you like the answers to all your questions? Would you like to have all your sins forgiven and forgotten? Are you ready to be born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit, and participate in the greatest mystery and gift of all time? Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis chapter 1, 29 and 30, And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed, to you it shall be for meat, and to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. Man said God is a creation of man and not the other way around. God and the Bible are simply a vacuous crutch for the uneducated and easily led. The Bible has no relevant insights. Now the record. To many it's just common knowledge that science stands in opposition to the Bible, but that common knowledge is simply not true. There are an estimated 10,000 scientists in America alone and approximately, approximately excuse me, 100,000 creation scientists worldwide who reject Darwinism and hold to the Christian worldview. The greatest scientists of all time have arguably been Christians or at least believed in God. It is shocking to most to know that God is the greatest scientist of all. He did not create all that you see by magic. Proverbs chapter 3, 19 and 20, The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth. By understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down the dew. It is only pseudoscience that stands in opposition to God's word. The scriptures clearly teach that in the beginning man and all animal kind were vegetarian. 
A branch of linguistics called etymology has a foundational rule known as the rule of first occurrence. This rule declares that when a word is used for the very first time, its first use frames its definition. The original definition of the word meat, and still one of its definitions, is food. And in the beginning, at first occurrence, that food was herbs, fruits, vegetables, and grains. One of the sacrifices in the Old Testament, which the children of Israel were directed to offer unto the Lord, was a meat offering, and it consisted of meal, grains. Some Bible footnotes say that it literally literally, means meal, but that's erroneous. It meant just what it says. It was a meat offering, which in its original form is grain, herbs, fruits, etc. It was not until Adam and Eve had cast off the pure word of God that man began to eat flesh. At that moment, the law of sin and death began to reign upon the earth. Romans chapter 5, verse 12, Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Romans 8, chapter uh, chapter 8, uh, verse 2 says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Man begins to eat beast, and beast began to eat other beasts, and occasionally even men. This brings to mind Romans eight nineteen and 22. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. The world's first animal offering made unto God by man was brought by Adam and Eve's second son Abel. This sacrifice was a shadow and type of the sacrifice Jesus Christ would make on Calvary's tree for the sins of the world. God accepted Abel's offering, but rejected Cain's offering, which he brought from the field. The righteous Abel was envied, hated, attacked, and killed by carnal Cain. The first animal sacrifice brought by man was death to the creature, whose shed blood was a covering for sin. It also ended in the death of Abel. This marked the first physical death of mankind, and it was murder. It should be noted that the Old Testament sacrifice for sin was eaten by the priest and his family, and by the one who brought the sacrifice and his family. The parts of the sacrifice that were detrimental to man were given to God, such as the blood, fat, kidneys, and the call above the liver. Such it is also with the believer's life which is biblically called a living sacrifice, Romans 12 and 1. God requires from our lives the things which are detrimental, lust, hatred, violence, addictions, etc. The Old Testament sacrifice for sin, which is now fulfilled in the saving blood of Jesus Christ, was implemented because of the fall of man, no longer vegetarian and sinless, but now sin and death are in the center of the issue. For more amazing information on this subject, click on to Why the Blood of Jesus on this website. In eternity, which for all of us is such a very short distance from here, the blood-bought will be vegetarians again, because the law of sin and death will no longer exist. Revelation speaks about some of the eternal diet and refers to eating from the tree of life, which once sat in the midst of the Garden of Eden, until sin, Adam and Eve had access to this wonderful tree. Revelation chapter 2, verse 7, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, 
which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Revelation 22, verses 1 and 2, And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb, in the midst of the street of it. And on either side of the river was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. In the beginning, man and all animal kind were vegetarians. When you understand that fact, it makes the following discovery especially exciting. Paleontologist Greg Buckley and his colleagues at Roosevelt University in Illinois recently unearthed quite a discovery. The discovery was a very ancient fossil. The fossil which has the world of paleontology scratching its head is that of a crocodile, and the shocking revelation that the crocodile, as revealed by its dental structure, was a vegetarian. Could it be that Mr. Buckley and his friends unearthed the world's very first crocodile, or at least one of the first created by the hand of God during the six days of creation? Yes, man and the lion and the crocodile were all once vegetarian. Man fell, but God created a way of escape. Romans 5.21, that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. God said, Genesis 1, 29 and 30, And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat, and to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. Man said, God is a creation of man and not the other way around. God and the Bible are simply a vacuous crutch for the uneducated and easily led. The Bible has no relevant insights. Now you have the record.